Welcome to the Digitalization and Diversity Podcast, where we are exploring the crossroads of two hot topics, digitalization and diversity. My name is Adya and I am your host. Welcome back to the Digitalization and Diversity Podcast. Today, I have a special guest on the show, Julieta Barrientos from Mexico City. Julieta has a background in business administration with a strong interest in psychology, and she has been working for five years at one of the leading dairy companies in Mexico with experience in HR transformation and organizational development. She is passionate about helping people discover their potential. Welcome, Julieta. Tell the listeners a bit more about yourself and your background. Thank you, Adi, for having me here. I'm really excited. Thanks for this introduction. So yes, I'm excited to share about my perspective, like from an HR specialist and here in diversity and, and digitalization. So you were saying I have this bachelor's in business administration, but since I was studying at college, I, I was very clear that this human resources, it was like my passion, like I really like to to see potential in everyone and how to get the best of them. So I love my job and I I think I will be glad to share with you my perspective from this side. Perfect. I'm really happy to have you. I think you have a very, very interesting profile because somehow when I talk with people who have a strong interest in psychology, I always find that the conversations are very, very practical as well as I always take something out of the conversation. I mean, you mentioned already the topic of diversity and digitalization. Um, a while ago, I wrote an article on my blog on the glass ceiling effect. And after this article got published, I got a lot of messages from young women telling me that they can relate to it with similar experiences, but they were rather lacking the language to describe it. And the glass ceiling effect is used to describe an invisible barrier to advancement at the workplace. So it is usually used in the context of women, but it can really apply to any demographic that is in a minority. And there are really enough statistics to today that show the underrepresentation of women in management or leadership positions or even as part of the workforce and when there is no legal regulations that actually prevent women to occupy certain positions and i do see that women today are more skilled educated and qualified than they have ever been there is a definite gap so while growing in your career Were there any challenges which you have had to face as a female at the workplace or to get to your current role? Okay, yes, like I, I know this this glass ceiling effect and well actually I haven't I have any challenges I had to face like as a female, but uh, fortunately here in all my experience at, at the companies I've worked for, um, gender is not a stopper for getting a position. And they have this culture of meritocracy. So I, I, yeah. I'm really glad, like not being exposed to those kind of challenges. But yeah. I must confess that in Mexico, and I think that in some other countries too, uh, having this professional success and be, as being a female, female is not easy. So since unfortunately, the top executive positions are led by men, as yeah. you were saying. 
So yes, I, I've witnessed the glass ceiling effect and definitely as an HR specialist, I'm working on the development of these strategies that can help us mitigate this effect in each talent process that we do and always try to privilege potential and results as part of this meritocracy culture. Yeah, I think the HR function is really crucial when it comes to improving the diversity at the workplace. And I do think that today there is a lot of focus on diversity and awareness on the topic of diversity and inclusion. And the initiatives, especially in the corporate sector, I do feel have existed since a long time, but rather occasional with a diversity training or an unconscious bias training for employees. But with the whole Black Lives Matter protests, I do see an increasing focus on corporate diversity and inclusion initiatives for the better. So what is your perspective on the current DNI, so the diversity and inclusion initiatives going around, more in terms of the impact they create? I think that they are becoming, as you were saying, more relevant nowadays with all these social movements all around the globe. So in terms of the impact they create, there is no way we can deny these effects are happening as a consequence. So generating a sense of empathy in us as, as a society for others in terms of ethnicity, gender, race, religion, sexual orientation. Also, this is forcing us as companies to adopt some policies and some practices that encourage this diversity and inclusion at the workplace. But it also makes us responsible, like me talking for all HR professionals, I guess, making sure we have the vision and tools to develop those skills and values in our employees as part of the DNA culture, especially on leaders and managers that are the ones who should drive this mindset in daily interactions and decisions with their team. Yeah, and I agree, Julieta. I do see as well that digital trends have created a more inclusive environment and they do encourage diversity by creating more transparency. So let me start with digging a bit deeper into the diversity topic specifically. What is diversity to you? And when it relates to digitalization, how can we better use the upcoming digital trends to foster diversity? Well, I, I, I must confess, I agree with your definition you gave in, in your intro episode. So also for me, diversity is embracing everyone as they are, like uniqueness in every possible way and learning from each other. So in a family, as a group of friends, as a team player, diversity is understanding that in those differences, we can complement each other, being respectful, learning and getting the best of them in terms of their values, perspective, experiences. So now the, the digital world has no boundaries. And I think diversity too. So if we, we understand we can learn, connect, work, and even travel thanks to digitalization, then all these activities can reach a, a more diversified population. That, like this episode, and I'm sure many others to come are a great example. You, Aria, and me have been in touch like after since our international experience, all thanks to all these online resources. Even when we are in different time zones and countries, also we have this opportunity to get some access to some courses in great universities from other countries, thanks to these digital possibilities. So in that way, groups, universities, and even companies talking about like remote working, get this advantage of diversity. Yeah. And 
at the workplace or even in our personal lives we encounter a lot of digital tools and pieces of technologies which i would say enhance our life and we do need to interact with diverse people so also looking at different age groups and i see that there is a mismatch when it comes to being tech savvy for example the older generation needs to be digitally upskilled or when we talk with gen z and the younger generation we need to keep up with the latest trends i mean i see it for myself as well i started online socializing and networking using general social media and then i moved into the blogging space a couple of years ago but now the way people consume media is changing especially with the youtube generation and that's why i have ventured into the podcasting and the audio blogging area and that is just one example so how do you keep up with gen z who let's say are much faster catching on to new digital trends than you or i <laughs> this is a great question like days ago i i was sh- just ser- sharing with my family about this since i have this young cousin she's 18 and i can keep track of her social life since facebook and instagram you know are yeah. not her for social media. So for example, she prefers like to message through these random pictures in, in Snapchat and adding text on them. I don't get the point really well, but um it, it's kind of this difference between generations. Also, I I see how easily a kid like um can learn how to make a, a TikTok. <laughs> and for me it took me days and actually I'm not that good at it. So yeah. what I try to do is like try to learn these new child new digital trends and even if i'm not going to use them often so i can always be open and updated about them <laughs> yeah and and is there a particular tool a digital solution or a technology which has had an impact on your life either personal or in your professional life yes professionally i would say that hiring through video experience or being able to assess some employees based on this digital psychometrics some digital assessments having also an hr suite platform where we can hold most of our talent processes like goal setting performance skills evaluation etc and i will add, also add that this during this pandemic tools like zoom teams linkedin and even whatsapp have become more relevant for leading people at a distance but also personally i think these last tools help us feel close to our family and friends definitely some other tools have a huge impact on on our daily life for me it's like bank apps and some carpool apps of course uber and online shopping i can imagine how my life will be without them you know yeah. i definitely see that digitalization creates more opportunities and more access to opportunities for diverse groups of people so is there any advice that you can give to gen z and the upcoming generation who are already entering into the workforce on how they can redefine diversity Mm-hmm. Well, I would say be consistent with your beliefs and behaviors both in your personal life and at the workplace. Uh, your generation as a Gen Z values individual expression and avoid labels. You mobilize for, for a variety of causes and believe profoundly in this efficacy of dialogue to solve conflicts and improve the world. So just stick to it. 
workforce need this, this fresh perspective from you there to share and bring some new ideas on how everyone can benefit from all these points. Big these game changers, but also don't forget to be empathetic with other generations. Having this diversity of generations collaborating in the same space help us to learn from each other and deliver the results as a whole. So, yeah, and I think that that's a very good advice, especially being empathetic, right? And I think all of us in general can just be more empathetic when we talk and communicate with different generations whether we're looking at an older generation or a younger generation. And I think empathy is all that is needed. Yeah. So coming out of the pandemic, or hopefully coming out of the pandemic <laughs> soon. Hopefully. Yes. <laughs> how has it impacted the trend of digitalization at the workplace? And is there something that you would like to continue going forward when, let's say, things return to normal? Mm-hmm. Well, I have witnessed the pandemic force every company, I guess, in the world to move faster into the digitalization. So many started to work remotely, even if it wasn't part of their culture. And the results have been significantly outstanding in terms of productivity, all thanks to these digital tools that help us keep working safely, most of us. So, and, and this is what I like, to, I would like to keep. It will allow us to work from every part of the world, being able to know new places, visit family and friends for longer periods and extending diversity even more, don't you think? So yeah. um, also I would like to keep connecting with others who physically are not easy to connect. For example, before pandemic, I had this coworker that was the only one from my team working in another city where yeah. my company has presence. Yeah, so turning cameras on was not that common. Mm-hmm. And right now, like since everyone is not together, not in, not in the same place, we become more sensible on how to try to make that distance shorter using like this camera zone policy in some meetings. Yeah. So trying to, to, to reduce that distance. So yeah. that, that, that's the things I, I would keep. Cool. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Julieta. Thanks for sharing all of your tips and your advice. It was really great having a conversation with you today. And I do hope that we will meet soon in person again. Yes, please. I'm waiting for that moment to come. Thank you very much, Adia. And hope I can share these this thoughts and perspective from my side for your audience. Thank you for having me here. Thank you, Julieta. So that is it for today's episode of the Digitalization and Diversity podcast. Join us again next time as we further explore in what ways digitalization and diversity influence each other.